All right, I want to thank you for taking time out of your day or evening or afternoon to listen to the Sean Mike podcast. Following the greatest moment up to this point in Nebraska Cornhusker football season. It's so hard to describe the pride that a lot of Husker fans feel, the surprise, the shock. It's been quite a year. When you really look at how the year has played out, it's definitely been easy to get a little discouraged, maybe wonder what direction the squad is heading in, but they showed up to play against Michigan State, and they definitely did what they needed to do in order to get a solid win. When I see what they were able to put together with Imani Cross in the backfield, it was definitely just extremely encouraging, extremely physical. If you notice the way it was running, it was one cut and go. Playing a Michigan State team that was undefeated, that had everything to play for. Being able to come out with a victory that you know no one really expected the Huskers to be able to pull out. One second, we're going to dive into a little bit more of the game, what I thought about the game. What I noticed during that game is the resilience that the team played with. Even though Tommy Armstrong had a couple interceptions in the red zone against Michigan State, the team was still able to rally despite that and was able to knock off you know, on a, a really good team. And a lot of people were like, well, Michigan State should have had one loss anyway. They clearly were not able to truly beat Michigan. They won off a fluke play. But... When you look at the record column, despite everything that happens, it's not always about how it happens. It's not always about how it comes. They were undefeated. They hadn't lost a game. Huskers hadn't won too many games up to this point in the year. And I think the biggest thing that I take away from this game is more of something big picture. And that's the fact that you have to be in the moment. You have to enjoy where the team's at. It's so easy to get wrapped up, get focused in things that have happened in the past for the Cornhuskers, whether it's national championship years, whether it's Heisman Trophy winners, whether it's all these great moments. But it's unfair to players now to hold the success of the Huskers against them. What I mean by that is you know, the game of football is a lot like life. You're going to have ups and downs. You're going to have adversity. I mean, today being Veterans Day, I mean, there's a lot bigger adversity that you can have rather than, you know, a football game. Obviously, the Cornhuskers, you know, we love them. But, you know, what some of the soldiers have to go through, active combat or not, when you go into, you know, any branch of the military, it's incredible the sacrifices that you make for this country. And obviously, you know, I'm just kind of, you can't compare football to that, and you can't really compare a whole lot to that just because, you know, it is so incredible. But, you know, going to more, you know, everyday life, whether it's someone getting knocked down, whether it's someone having a tough day at work, whether it's someone having, you know, a struggle with someone that they're close to, just personal problems, you know, a season's going to be like that. You're going to have times where it's like, you know, we should have won that game. You know, we were better than that team. 
but sometimes being being more talented, having the more impressive roster doesn't always translate to wins. Sometimes I'd say you're able to overperform and have amazing upsets. Other times I'd say that you know, you're going to have a little bit more of a struggle and you're going to have a little bit more of, you know, you're not always going to play up to your potential. Obviously, you'd like to think that every single game you are going to be able to have that amazing performance. But when you really look at it, you're not, you just can't live up to that every single day. But in spite of that, what you can keep doing is you can keep playing. And I feel like with this, with this team, even though there has been ups and downs, I feel like they're a very uh, resilient group. I feel like uh, that showed the fact that they were able to knock off a team. And, yeah, Michigan State was able to get back in the game. But at the same time, the Huskers held on. They were able to rally. I feel like the offensive line really clicked, really came together. I feel like Tommy Armstrong made plays when he needed to. Brandon Riley, obviously we've seen him step up. And we've had, and you know, you know, as a player, he's had his ups and downs. So, you know, the terrific start. You know, some would argue the last, you know, couple games he's had his struggles. But then, you know, coming up with the game-winning play. And, you know, we're not really going to get into the controversy. I know there was a lot of controversy around it, but from my perspective, what I saw, and this isn't being a homer, this is just being what I honestly saw, is that I agree that it wasn't egregious, but I think the defender, you know, subtly with his hands behind his back did try to force the receiver out. And I don't think it was was even necessarily a conscious thing where he's like, oh, I'm going to force the receiver out. I think he was just... You know, he was playing the receiver, playing the ball, and I think he kind of knew that he was, you know, subtly, very subtly edging him out of bounds. But, you know, either way, Brandon Riley is able to come up with that play, and it makes a big difference for the Huskers. And, you know, it was it was amazing just to be able to watch a game and have the feeling, you know, that we had after the game. We'll dive in a little bit more coming up next. You know, after that game, I think it's so easy to, you know, we're not, you're going to kind of notice that this podcast is a little bit different. You know, we're not necessarily diving X's and O's. This is just, you know, more of a pure reaction to the game and, you know, what I took away from the game. And it was just, I think sometimes we get it so into, you know, coaching decisions or what's going on out there on the field. Or, you know, man, I wish wish the coach would have gone this way. I wish the coach would have ran the ball here. I wish the coach would have thrown the ball here. And, it's so, and, you know, even I find myself doing that. It's so easy to nitpick. But the reality is, you know, it takes a lot of work to be able to coach a football team. And, you know, a lot of times it's going to be easy to think that you have all the right decisions, but it doesn't mean that you're necessarily going to have all the right answers that you're looking for. But just watching that game, it was, I was just like in awe after the game. It was like, wow. We beat Michigan State. You know, it's a long way out, but, you know, if we play Rutgers and if we are able to get a W there and then brings a showdown against Iowa, and I think making a bowl game would do a lot for this team. You know, I know this is so cliche to say, but when you really look at it, for younger players, a bowl game definitely makes a big difference. And I feel like getting those extra practices in and overall just getting to have more time as a team, more time to gel. I think that really does have a positive effect. I mean, we've seen a lot of teams have big upsets or big wins in a bowl game and carry that into the next year. I feel like college football is the one, one sport where that really does seem to take place. But I feel like this being a younger team in a lot of ways, 
especially on the defensive side of the ball. We have seen them grow up a little bit. I mean, Diedrich Young was out there playing, and, you know, he's a freshman that got thrown out there, and now he's wouldn't necessarily plan on him playing a lot of snaps at the beginning of the year, but he was able to come out because of injuries and get some snaps in. I know Josh Banderas, he was banged up earlier in the year, and I know he's not necessarily really young, but, you know, just seeing him be in a bigger role and seeing him being able to get healthy, make plays. Obviously, you know, Valentine and Collins, they've been a steady presence uh, during the team throughout the year. It really is encouraging to see what I am seeing out of this bunch. I feel like, you know, in the years to come, they definitely have something that they can build on. I think the biggest thing is you need to – it's very easy to, you know, be on the fence or decide what you think about Mike Riley. But, you know, when you get a program win like that, I mean, beating Michigan State and having that kind of win and, you know, they got a big running back signing this week, I believe – I believe it was a four-star recruit, and, you know, they already have, you know, a four-star quarterback recruit, and I feel like, I know it's easy to jump, you know, jump fence and, you know, decide what you want to do, but with Mike Riley, I think there definitely is, you know, just need to give him time to build, give him time to be able to bring in the players and bring in the guys that he, you know, feels are going to be the best fit for the program, and then after that, you know, see really where it goes from there, but overall, we just challenge all of us fans to, you know, stay the course, you know, get behind the team. I know that's not always going to be easy. I know sometimes it's going to be, you know, you know, it's going to be easy to, you know, not just ignore Nebraska or not think about Nebraska. But, you know, I know that's tough. And I know no one likes to see, you know, a tough year and definitely can't, can't say this has been like other years by any means. You know, I know there's been a lot of tradition this year, you know. The losing has been, been tough on a lot of people, but... I think you really have to look big picture and see what team, what way this team is uh, progressing. And I feel like they are going in the right direction. And I feel like if you give a new coach time to put his system in, then, you know, you never know what's, what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, I know that from the past, you know, we're, you're used to seeing, like I said before, you know, national championships, Heisman Trophy winners. But you need to kind of build it brick by brick. And I think, obviously, after this year, it's going to be just getting back into a winning way. And heading into next year, it's going to be, you know, getting his system implemented more with uh, some more of his players in. And after this, we're going to dive into some of my, you know, final thoughts for what I took away from this game and, you know, heading forward. Okay, you know, I kind of broke broke this down a little bit earlier, but when I see the upcoming schedule, I definitely definitely think there's a lot to look forward to. I feel like uh, when Nebraska plays this Rutgers team coming up, it's definitely going to be an opportunity to get a win. Once again, you know, I can't assume anything. Obviously, they do need to carry this momentum forward, but I feel like there is a lot there. I think it will be interesting to see what they do at the running back position. Obviously, Amani Cross, you know, a senior running back, getting to have the moment that he had, that was so amazing and so incredible just to see him be able to play the way that he did. And I think maybe they maybe they ride him out for this next game. You know, I don't know what they're going to do. It doesn't mean you have to forget about Terrell Newby. I mean, I feel like he's a great player still, and he can definitely make moments and, you know, have an impact. But definitely get Cross involved more. I mean, he was impressive against Michigan State, and I think when a guy comes off a game like that, I think sometimes you just ride that hand a little bit and see where it's going into the next game. You know, after that, you know, Rutgers, once again, I'm really not sleeping on Rutgers. I think they're going to be a good I think it's going to be a good game, and obviously you'd like to see the Huskers be able to handle them, but, you know, you have to play the game, you have to show up, you have to put in a good effort. I mean, you know, 
momentum doesn't just automatically build off of last week. You definitely have to carry that forward a little bit. But, you know, after after Rutgers, you know, that showdown against Iowa, I think that's going to be a big game. Obviously, it'd be I think it would be awesome if Iowa honestly remained undefeated. Then, um, you know, obviously if the Huskers are able to pull off an upset there, you're definitely beating an undefeated team. But, you know, Iowa definitely has a lot of talent, and I feel like, you know, as much as good as you played against Michigan State, you're gonna play. You're gonna have to play that good, if not better, against Iowa to be able to pull out a win. But you know, yeah, this was a little bit more of a bite-sized version of the Sean Mike podcast. I appreciate anyone that takes time to listen on this. You are gonna see this podcast posted on Big Husker Nation. So if you get a chance, definitely like Big Husker Nation on Facebook. Definitely appreciate that. Also like the page, uh, the Sean Mike podcast on Facebook. You know, I appreciate anyone that takes time out of their day to listen to this. Try to do it the best they can for you guys. You know, thank you for listening to Sean Mike podcast. You have a great night.